0: you know, you can get clients, then I'd say like, sit down and really just figure out what pricing would work best for you. So how much money would you need to survive? And how much money are you putting into your business and you
1: can make up for that. So there's a bunch of stuff that can go into someone's pricing. This is the Hello20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm a corporate professional during the day, a digital content creator by night, and really just a 20 something year old trying to navigate life while sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you are tuning in on today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to the Hello20s podcast. Today we have a guest, her name is Shelly Zhu. She is a New Jersey, New York-based photographer. Shelly specializes in lifestyle photography, helping brands, dancers, and influencers with their photos. So in today's episode, Shelly shares her story on how she became a full-time freelancing photographer and her journey so far. We also talked about the effects of the pandemic and how she was able to pivot and use this time to build and add on to her brand and business while i was editing this episode i realized there was some background noises so i really try to get rid of that but nonetheless it's still a really good episode and i'm so grateful to have shelly on here so i hope you guys can learn from her and her photos are amazing so definitely go check her out on instagram If you enjoy these episodes, don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. I am so grateful to have you guys all as listeners. We're continuously growing, which I am so thankful for, and I'm so lucky to have you guys as listeners joining me each week as we talk about new topics and interview new people, or I just share some things with you guys in the episode. So the more the merrier, am I right? Alright, so that is all. Let's jump into the conversation with Shelly. We have Shelly here today on this episode. How are you doing, Shelly? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I saw you had a beach photo shoot
0: yesterday. How did that go? Yes, it was actually amazing. It started at like seven in the morning. So like right after sunrise. But it was for a swimsuit brand. So it was super cute and we had like all these different props and stuff
1: oh I wanted to ask you what did you scouted the models or was it something that the brand did and then you just took over photography?
0: Yeah so I actually brought in the model um, I've worked with her before with other brand shoots so I just referred her but um, mm-hmm. I don't always do that for brand shoots it like really just depends.
1: All right. Well, as you guys can tell, today we are going to be talking all about photography, Uh, specifically with Shelly. She's going to tell us about her experience freelancing, working with different friends, influencers, and dancers. She has worked with a lot of different people. Some of her clients include Michelle Reed, Natalie Barbu, Danielle Jordan, and Emily Chen, just to name a few. So you mentioned to me that you started photography in college for fun. And I want you to tell me, like, when was the moment that you realized, like, this is what I want to do full time? All right. So I didn't realize I wanted
0: to do it full time until, like, basically when I started it.
1: Um, It was (laughs) never
0: um, the plan to do it full time or to just freelance in general. Um, I started it just as a hobby. I got my first camera because I wanted to get into filming YouTube videos, um, <laughs> that is how I started photography. And I just started doing it by shooting friends and also dancers because I grew up competitively dancing. Um, yeah, which is why I shoot a lot of dancers now as well. Yeah. But I didn't really think I would be doing it full time until I basically just wasn't happy at the job I was in. And I was just like, why don't I just quit and then just do photography full-time because I was already doing it part-time just like as a side hustle um Mm -hmm. and I was doing that for a few years like I started doing that in college so I was like I enjoy doing this like why don't I just switch it to full-time and stop being miserable at my
1: job (laughs) wait what did you do prior to that
0: um so before I went full-time I was working for a bar studio but Mm -hmm. I was doing their social media And content creation
1: okay so did you do anything like related to photography in college or was it all self-taught I'm all self-taught in photography no way I love the way you edit though it's like so airy and so bright thank you I feel like that's what I'm known for now yeah (laughs) and when you uh, when it comes to uh, taking photos of dancers I want to know like how did how do you get like a good picture because like that's movements you know Mm -hmm. and it's hard to take pictures of movements I've tried before and it's just (laughs) blurry (laughs) yeah so obviously like having the right camera settings is
0: very important like you have to have a really fast shutter speed on to be able to capture the movement and not have it be blurry Mm -hmm. but also I'd say I'd have a benefit with capturing dancers because I grew up dancing so I know what a move is supposed to look like or like proper technique so when it comes to like getting action shots for like jumps like I know when it's going to be like the full image Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: I kind of know like when to start capturing the moment if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, definitely. You have that experience. In your yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to go back to the moment that you decided to go freelance full time. Was mm-hmm. that after graduation, or was that right before graduation? And what did your like family and friends think?
0: Mm-hmm. So it was after I graduated. I was actually having a hard time getting a job that I liked after graduation. So I went to school for arts and entertainment management. So like business side of the entertainment industry, um, I was very specific in the jobs that I wanted. So, But the in general, getting into the entertainment industry is so hard. Um, oh my
1: gosh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, half of it was me being really picky and half of it was just like it being hard to get a job. <laughs> yeah, so I was working, I worked three different jobs before I went freelancing full time. So I kind of switch jobs around quickly, just because I'm the type of person that gets bored easily. And if I'm not liking what I'm doing, then I'm just like, I'm just over it. And I don't want to do it. (laughs) But when I did, when I made the decision to go full time, my parents were actually really supportive. Um, They both own a restaurant, so they own their own business. So they've Mm -hmm. always wanted me to own my own business. So they're very supportive in that aspect. And yeah, and I was still living at home when I quit my, like, my last job before full-time freelancing, um, so that was good to have, just so, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have that many bills to pay yet, but yeah. the funny thing is, right, like, I quit, and then two months later, I, I moved out. <laughs> oh, my
1: god! So, it
0: kind of just, like, it was just a whole new chapter of my life.
1: And it's something, I like, brand that. new. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's, like... I don't know, it feels refreshing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like how you mentioned how after college, one, it was hard to find a job. Two, you wanted to be in the entertainment business or the industry. And it's hard to be like find a job in the entertainment industry. And I like how you mentioned that because um, what you did instead was you created your own door and your own path. And now, you mm-hmm. know, you're so happy doing what you're doing, which is great. Yeah, definitely hard to do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) so for some people before they um jump into you know freelancing full-time they have their part-time job and so I know you did your part-time freelance and then you did your other jobs what advice would you give people before they jump full-time into freelancing and thinking like this is for them because sometimes they feel like there's a risk that there's not a stable income Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: so definitely
0: have some type of client base. I'd say I wouldn't go straight into it full time, just like out of nowhere and like just starting out. Um, I did it because I already did have a client base that like people that I would shoot with already on the regular. So definitely have that, and also have some money saved up because you're if you're leaving a stable job and a stable income, then it's definitely going to be scary. Um, just going into freelancing full-time and also um, when you do go into it make sure you have different gigs set up already so Mm -hmm. I already had like a few shoots already booked into my calendar when I left so that was helpful in knowing that I know I'm going to get that money anyway think about it before you take the leap and make sure um, you have some type of plan.
1: And so when it comes to finding a client, in the beginning, were you the one who like reached out and then... Um, Reach out to brands as well. Yes, definitely. So um, when I first
0: started, I did a lot of free shoots. But when I did first start, I wasn't really thinking that this would be a job. I was just doing it for fun. Yeah, definitely reach out to a lot of people, especially if you're first starting out because you don't really have that portfolio yet. So just shooting as much as you can and getting in the
1: practice. Great. And what would you say is the best way to build relationships with like new clients and just the clients that you have? Because I feel like you're really good at maintaining good relationships with your clients. Well, thanks. <laughs> I've seen um, you like, work with like, some influencers over and over again. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this girl must have like, really good relationship building skills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's such a compliment
1: because – I feel like I'm terrible at networking. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I feel that, too. I'm just like, sometimes I'm like – how do I reach out to this person? I just like want to talk to them. I want to get to know them and stuff. And then I don't know, I get you. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like you're really good at building relationships with your clients. So do you have any advice on that? I'd say don't be scared to make the first move. I feel like that was always
0: my issue when I was younger. Like just growing up in general, I was always such a shy person and I never wanted to make the first move. And I still am kind of like that. But it's definitely gotten way better since working for myself. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't take the first step no one's gonna just come to you especially if you're a smaller brand like you're just starting out like no one really knows about you you have to like you have to brag about yourself to get yeah
1: it's hard to brag about yourself sometimes yeah (laughs) but with me when
0: I like speaking about like influencers I reached out to the people that I already watched so for instance like Natalie and Michelle and like Katie Bilotti I have been watching them for years on YouTube. For me, like, I've just always wanted to shoot with them in general, and I think Natalie was the first, like, influencer that I shot with starting out, and she didn't live in New York yet, so I, I think I literally, I don't know if I DM'd her or if I emailed her, but I knew she was coming to New York for Fashion Week, so mm-hmm. I just messaged her. I was like, "Hey, like, I love watching your videos. Um, if you're ever free to do a shoot, like, I'd love to work together." And you'd be surprised as to like how, like. How often people will respond, even if they have a large following.
1: I love that. So I know a lot of creators, photographers, and freelancers. When they start out, they may sell themselves short, right? And I remember back in college. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but back in college, I used to do grad photos for like my sorority sisters or people who are graduating. Yeah, and so I would like charge sixty an hour. And a half or like ten edited pics, and I would always like worry like, is that too much and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, have you ever struggled with, you know, just like worrying about your pricing and selling yourself short? Oh yeah, definitely. I still worry about that sometimes, (laughs) but
0: it's it's literally different for every single photographer. You Mm -hmm. can find photographers that charge like fifty dollars for an hour, and then some that charge like. $700 $700 for an hour. <laughs> like yeah. it's such a wide range, but I feel like, I mean, it's different for everyone. Find out what works best for you and what's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're first starting out, I'd say don't charge too much, um, especially if you don't have that much in your portfolio. You just want to build that. So when I first started, like I basically said yes to everyone just because I just wanted to shoot more and to gain more experience which I think every photographer should do or anyone doing anything should do when they're first starting out. Once you have like a solid client base and just you know you can get clients, then I'd say like sit down and really just figure out what pricing would work best for you. So how much money would you need to survive and how much money are you putting into your business and you can make up for that. So there's a bunch of stuff that can go into someone's pricing like equipment like how many hours you it took for you to like learn something like yeah. you have to put all of that into consideration
1: yeah I agree. I know you are New Jersey based and also New York based. Um, mm-hmm. but would you ever consider traveling, like going to different places to shoot clients' uh, photos? Yeah, definitely. I haven't really had the opportunity yet, but <laughs> if
0: someone <laughs> wants to fly me somewhere, definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you ever thought about? Because I know you do like dance influencer, um, photography, and also uh, brands. But have you ever thought about? Um, like wedding photography
0: or like um, branching
1: into different avenues of photography?
0: Yeah. So I've actually, I've shot two weddings before. They're not, they're not really my thing. <laughs> um, I mean, but it's like,
1: Is it busy? Like what is it like shooting a wedding?
0: Yes. So it's super hectic. I was lucky. So my first wedding was actually for one of my really good friends and mm-hmm. it was a very small intimate wedding, which is I think, perfect for starting out in wedding photography. (laughs) Um, So I actually loved shooting that wedding just because I I knew the person that was getting married. So obviously, like, I wanted to be there. (laughs) Um, When it comes to, like, larger weddings, I feel like it's just you need a certain type of personality to be a wedding photographer. Really? Yeah. Um, It's just... I feel like it's just a lot of stress, and yeah. it's just so much pressure on you to like get that one shot, and it's never going to happen again. So <laughs> you can't mess up. Um, so I have so much respect for wedding photographers, and they obviously and they also make a lot of money, but it's for a reason. <laughs> yeah it's hectic it's stressful and you need to make sure like you're on that dot yeah it's a lot of planning out beforehand and like talking to the bride and groom about every little detail of like when something's gonna happen so it's a lot um I feel like if I ever were to do it more it'd be for a very like specific niche of weddings Mm -hmm. um so like I'd probably want like more like intimate like smaller weddings that's like outdoors (laughs) Because I'm also mostly a natural light photographer. I don't really use lighting equipment that much. So, mm-hmm. shooting weddings, like a lot of it, like in the reception and like all that stuff is inside, like in a dark area with like lights and everything. So, it's yeah. really <laughs> my type of work.
1: But you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any uh, maybe like short term goals with your photography that you want to accomplish?
0: Yeah, so I would love to work with more brands. Um, I kind of just started doing that within like the past year.
1: I saw working with
0: brands, um, but that's definitely a goal of mine to branch out and shoot for more.
1: Brands. And would you ever consider going like corporate for a big brand and just being their sole photographer? um I'd say probably
0: not I like having my options open like I said mm-hmm. before like I'm a person that gets bored really easily so <laughs> I feel like freelancing is just perfect for me just because I, I have so many different things that I can do at the same time
1: yeah different projects different styles with them yeah and you can, there's a lot of variations so um with the 2020 you know pandemic that has hit us um how has that affected your photo shoots or has it Yes, it's like, it definitely awesome. affected.
0: <laughs> like the whole industry. <laughs> so many people. Um, yeah. So when it first started, I well, I wasn't shooting like at all for probably like a month, and then I started doing some product photography, like in my apartment, and I would just have some brands like send me their products for mm-hmm. me to shoot, which was kind of something new. Like I don't really do that much product photography. That's, I guess, like more on the e-comm side.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I mostly shoot like all lifestyle stuff. So I started doing that, like getting brands to send me products and just shooting at home. And then I also dived more into graphic design and illustration and just like editing work so all stuff i can do from home <laughs> yeah um i originally i have always wanted to add like digital design and illustrating to like my services um i actually plan on that happening Probably like at the end of 2020, but since no everything happened, I was just like, okay, well, I need money, so <laughs> I'm just gonna fast forward everything. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. I'm doing a few stuff with that, and I really like it. Um, I went to I minored in digital design in school, so okay. I have like education in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was good for the pandemic, and just I'm also working on selling presets mm-hmm. in the future. So,
1: oh, I'm excited to see that!
0: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like my exact editing on what I mm-hmm. do, but more for just like fun, different styles that people yeah. can play
1: around with. Are you, are you planning on selling it like on Etsy or um, probably just from my website? Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. And I know that in the beginning of the quarantine you also did a FaceTime photo shoots, right? Yeah. How was that? I completely forgot that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um that was definitely
0: fun. Um definitely never thought that I would be doing that ever. <laughs> um, but it was like a huge trend going around with photographers. I really don't know who started it, but I I saw it like everywhere on social media, so I was like Oh, I like why don't I give it a try? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I had a few of those. It was just kind of I definitely had to practice it a little bit with my friends because sometimes I feel like it was kind of hard because of Wi-Fi. Yeah, sometimes yeah. when I like
1: FaceTime my friends, are like you're blurry. I'm like yeah, it's so I'm not blurry. blurry, you're blurry. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so like it it was kind of hard with some clients where like I don't know if it was mine or theirs, but, like, (laughs) they were just blurry. (laughs)
1: So did you guys just wait that out, or how did you fix that? Yeah, so,
0: like, we would try going into different locations or, like, turning off Wi-Fi or, like, turning it back on. So we had to play around with it, but... um, worked out
1: <laughs> that's good I saw some of the results they were really good I liked yeah them. some
0: of them came out really cool
1: what are some things that you've learned while working for yourself about yourself
0: I definitely learned I'm way more independent than I ever thought I was yeah um, yeah and that I I have a lot of drive like I don't really need some someone like to push me to do something
1: so let's say like you do feel a little burned out or uninspired how do you get out of that rut because working from home at least from my experience working from home these past few months it can get so tiring because it's like no interaction or barely any interaction with anyone and you just feel like stay like staying in your bed all day you know yeah (laughs) Um, it definitely took a little while for me to like figure
0: out my schedule and like routine on how to do things mm-hmm. I'd say well I can't really do this right now but before <laughs> I would set up like coffee shop dates with friends that are also freelancers or just work mm-hmm. for themselves and just having scheduled time to like go meet someone and a dedicated time to like do work so yeah. I have, I have a really good friend that worked out of a co-working space, and so I'd be her guest a lot. So Mm -hmm. just changing up environment on where you're working, I feel like definitely helps a lot. And also taking breaks. Um, Yeah, I feel like especially now, like during the pandemic, I'm always home, taking the time to like go outside for a walk and like get fresh air, just to stop what you're doing. I feel like that definitely just, it does a lot. And yeah, just kind of just switching up environments. I feel like that's
1: the best advice and for your schedule is it do you have a set schedule for like when you work or is it kind of just like a few hours in the morning then like a few hours in the afternoon or how does that work because I know some freelancers they are more active and motivated at night yeah
0: that's me I wish it wasn't honestly (laughs) um but like my entire life I've been a night owl I'm not a morning person at all Mm -hmm. yeah I do try it's kind of different now with the pandemic cuz I I live with my boyfriend so like we're both always home and our schedules are kind of messed like mixed up right now but um, before like I would always try to schedule appointments or just shoot in the morning so it would make myself get up earlier like (laughs) with me like I'm not gonna wake up early unless I have something to actually go to and do so I would always do that but I don't really plan out certain hours of when I'm working but I kind of just do it around when I'm shooting because it's different for me every single day it just depends when I schedule out my shoot with people so some days like well some weeks i'll have like a full week of i'm shooting every single day and then some weeks i'll have no shoots at all and i'm doing all my editing computer work that week so it's just different but i try to schedule everything out at least like two weeks in advance with photo shoots so i can Mm -hmm. like map out if i have enough time to do everything that i need to do when i'm at home
1: and how do you practice um practicing and evolving like your photography style and editing. Mhm. So
0: if you looked back at my original work, it definitely was not airy and bright. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think evolving is it's just natural. I feel like everyone just grows up and uh, yeah. people change. So, I feel like just practicing things that you like at the moment. So like right mm-hmm. now, like I love like boho airy bright like kind of vintagey looks mm-hmm. um, but when I first started like a lot of my photos were pretty dark and like moody I don't think there's an issue if you don't change your style I feel like some people are known for their style so like mine right now is the bright and airy but I've had that for like the past two years. So, and I don't think I'm changing it anytime soon,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it's because I love it. Yeah. (laughs) And other people love it. So. And it fits your brand, you know?
0: Exactly. Like, I feel like that's my brand right now, but there's, Mm -hmm. but in like two years, like I might change things up. So.
1: Yeah. It's
0: different for everyone. I think just keeping true to yourself and just keeping keep on like creating things that you love and it'll show through
1: i like that well thank you so much shelley for coming on this podcast and sharing your experience with us you can check out shelley's photos on instagram at some shelley photography and if you are interested in working with shelley um, her contact information will be in the show notes for you guys to click on so thank you again shelley for your time and coming on to talk to us yeah thanks for having me It was super fun Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.